Spoiler alert, the following podcast includes discussions on film that may potentially, intentionally or inadvertently, reveal plot twists, character traits, story details, up to and including endings, that might otherwise be considered spoilers. Proceed at your own risk. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Sounds like some bad movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It all sounds oh, like yeah. some bad movie. <laughs> uh, I love that movie, by the way. To, uh, it's, it's a classic. Oh, let's, let's, let's not talk about that until fucking uh, Maverick. Uh, anyway, welcome to Movie Sucktastic. Uh, this is Scott, and that's Joey, Hi. and our re- <laughs> and we are reviewing Oscar films, Oscar, Oscar movies, nominees. Yes. Oh, and the movie, because I know everyone's now wondering, because I said it, is Top Secret with Val Kilmer from 1984. Check it out; it's fun. Uh, but yes, this is the time of year where we get to review films. Uh, this show we normally just delve into bad movies all year long. Um, this is the time of year where uh, we are considered to watch good films for a short while. This for year, the most part. This year we have 10 nominees, and the very first film that we're reviewing is All Quiet on the Western Front, based on the 1929 novel of the same name. And and we are recording the, this in conjunction uh, with another Oscar film. Next, we'll be reviewing Maverick as part of our military duo. Yes. Uh, we kind of pair we pair them up uh, just because we record the same night. You don't yeah. you don't need to know that. No, 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 no. But what we do need to know, Joey, what episode number is this? This is episode three hundred and eighty-four. Four. So last episode was three hundred and eighty-three. Yes. So with that said, by the time we are done with these ten nominees, we are only going to be six shy of our four hundredth episode. Ooh, Which yes. means we will be hitting episode 400 probably sometime in April, early May. So after the Oscar episodes. It is going to be after. It's going to be... Okay. We'll be at 394 uh, when the Oscars are over. So we'll have six more episodes to 400. You figure about a month and a half or so. Uh, Man. You know, we'll be... Or two months. We'll be hitting episode 400. Maybe we'll actually do something this time. Because when we when we hit three hundred, it was all it coincided with our like uh, with our ten year anniversary of mm-hmm. the show, 
And we're like, we're going to do something big. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And we didn't do shit. Well, maybe we'll get you down here to Texas. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this wonderful place with no salt. No salt. No salt. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see how much money I have left. <laughs> money, money, money. Ugh. Anyway, we're not talking about that. We're talking about All Quiet on the Western Front. All Quiet on the Western Front. Now, I will come out and say that this is a gorgeous film. It is. Of course it is. I mean, but it is. Listen. It, it's such a pretty war. Well, it is it nominated for cinematography? I think it is. It is. Probably is. Hang on. And yeah, I got my. Well, well, hang on. Well, before we go any further, let's let's talk about. I expect. I'm looking at the nominees. I mean, it's all quiet on the Western Front. Bardal, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, Elvis, The Empire, or Empire of Light, and Tar. There's. Come on. I think All Quiet is winning Best Cinematography, as it well, should. Well, I, well, real quick, since I have it right in front of me, All Quiet on the Western Front is actually up for Best Picture, Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, in this case, that's accurate. Best Foreign Film, Best Original Score, Best Production Design, Best Cinematography, Best Sound. Best visual effects, best makeup. I agree with you. It's a strong contender for any of those uh, um, technical categories. Oh, yeah. Strong, and, strong contender. And honestly, without having seen any of the other international feature films, you're looking at your winner right here. There's no way it's not winning best international feature film. It, it is. It won't win best. Yeah. It's not winning best picture. But it's definitely no. winning Best International Feature Film. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. Uh, much like Brendan Fraser is going to win Best Actor for the Whale, this is going to win Best International Feature Film. Uh, and again, I haven't seen any of the others, and I already know it's the better movie. I just know it. Now, I know you don't like war films. So, yeah, I was, I was going to say, let me give a disclaimer. I don't like war films. I don't, not, not that, I don't have any moral... I, I do have a kind of moral uh, uh, stance against them, but I just don't enjoy them. But I, I do always want to point out that I am not, I try not to be biased in that way. And if you'll recall, I gave rave reviews to um, Hacksaw Ridge. You did. I, 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 and I, so I, I can be won over with certain messages and stuff. Uh, but uh, that is going to come into play with my review. But I, I am also going to, I do have a major issue with this film that has more to do with the way they adapted it from the original uh, literature. Okay. Have you, obviously, you've read the original, you've read the book. I have not read, I don't want to lie, I've not read the book. I, I read, like, the Cliff Notes uh, knowing I was going to review this okay. uh, movie. So, so yeah. Well, I, I'll, I, I'll let other... you, I'll let, obviously, I'll let you take the wheel on things uh, in that nature because I okay. haven't read the book, and I can only mm -hmm. go by enjoying this film. Because, yeah. you know, glorifying war, and I wouldn't say this glorifies it at all, this actually is more of an anti-war uh, type yeah, film. It, there is a lot. I mean, listen. It starts off with them, you know, wanting to fight for their country. Their no, no. What do you mean? The no? film starts. The film starts on a battlefield, and we follow. Oh, well, no. well, right. Okay. So I, we, I'm just saying that their intent to fight for their country is stronger in the beginning, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, and then obviously, you you see the trenches of war and where they. Obviously, that feeling has gone. You know, they're watching their friends die. They're watching uh, other soldiers, you know, perish. It, it just, it's, in a lot of ways, and I think it, uh, from what I've read, it, the book delves more into the anti-war um, 
scenario, you know, like uh, aspect of it than no, the, the, the I, films. I'll, I'll parse that a bit. I'll, I'll parse that a bit near the end uh, when I touch on the book stuff. Okay, uh, but I, I would I wouldn't say one one or the other is more or le- more um, anti-war, but they both uh, they both uh, have a different viewpoint at which they look at it. Okay. Okay. It's a little more complex than that. But they're they're both anti-war, definitely. Yeah. So I mean, the story is about you know it it's it starts off with three friends who uh, join and they want to fight for their country, and it's kind of a, a in a nutshell it it's it's a story that progresses through the whole film, like everything that's happening to them, uh, ending up in the trenches, uh, you know, storming. Uh, you know uh, areas uh, you know plans that don't go the right way as far as attacks you know it it's a war movie so the, mm-hmm. that, that's a lot of that is what you're going to see insane violence in some scenes um, but more importantly more importantly because you uh, you started the in the review with this it, it is a beautiful film it is beautifully shot go- gorgeous and it was made for it, 20 million dollars and it was released theatrically at the Paris Theater in New York City. It's what what I read, and then it it was released uh, elsewhere uh, because in order to get nominated, you have to release in two major cities, which is New York and L.A. So mm-hmm. it basically did that for two weeks, and then went was straight to streaming on Netflix. So a lot of them don't care about about making money in a theater because they know. Odds are they're not going to. They're going to have a wider audience on streaming, mm-hmm. which is what Netflix paid for. So they did their due diligence by releasing it theatrically to get their nomination. And then everyone was able to stream it, I think, uh, October 17th of 2022 on Netflix. So, uh, But yes, it is a gorgeous movie made for Netflix or by Netflix. It was uh, They were the production company. $20 million, and they were able to make a movie like this for t- it's it's amazing what they can do with so little money for for, such, for cinema such these beautiful, days such beautiful such beautiful pictures of the war yes <laughs> i mean yes i mean it is it's a gorgeous film it, it is and um, i agree with you and, and and i i i think it's a well-made film i think it was made uh i i think it's a, a film that people that made it believe in i don't i i don't I'm not cynical enough to think that this was like a we're making a film to make to get an Oscar. I, I think this is a real project that people cared about. Right. Um, so I, I'm not shitting on the film at all, but I no. do have issues with it. <clears throat> and yeah. my my as nor as normal, my number one issue is: Do we really need realistic war movies? What is this? This is the same reason I don't watch Holocaust films because I don't need it. I don't need that. I don't. Why, why would you bring all of this into your life? People criticize me for liking Saw. <laughs> yeah. the fuck yeah um, I will say this the last film that I saw a war film that I saw that was as beautiful as this film was probably the the, the war film 1917 which yeah. I thought yeah. was going to win best picture that year I was very surprised that it didn't I really was uh, mm-hmm. it, it, I even picked it as what was going to win that night and it did not I actually don't remember what won that year uh Oh, maybe it was. Um, uh, I'm not looking it up. No. Co- well, Coda was is, Coda is, was last year. I don't remember what was I, the year before. I. It's like a, a, 
even though these films are anti-war at heart, we're, we're still ma- making a graphically realistic depiction. For what reason? Like, like to say, oh, we shouldn't do this again. You, you know, th- you know, there were wars after this that we could do too. Uh, why? It, it's like this. It's this nostalgia of war that I've never understood. My 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 older my older daughter. She's. Uh, I mean, my daughter. She she she's uh, one of those people. She like she was when she was a teenager. She like bands of brothers, and she got autographs from them. And she's like, oh yeah, yeah. I, like, I can. I never could wrap my head around it. Well, and so I mean, that's one reason I don't like war films, or like I don't care for them. But again, I'm open to them. Like I said, this is a good film. It's it's based on good literature. So uh, yeah, there's a little rant for you. There you go. Um, so I do enjoy war films. Um, I don't enjoy all of them. But this is this is one of the good ones. Uh, does it win Best Picture? No. International feature film? Absolutely. Possibly. Does it, uh, does uh, it win again, cinematography? Again. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I I haven't seen any of the other international films, so I I don't want to jump the gun on that. But it is a good film. Um, what else is it nominated? Do you mind for? if I get briefly into the liter- the the uh, adaptation aspect? Absolutely. All right, so here's my main problem with the film. Okay. Is that the director has has inserted a, a sub-story into the film that detracts from the original focus. The whole focus of the book is Paul. And uh, the the film actually starts a bit later because the book doesn't open with a war because the film, the book follows Paul. Nothing, we you know, it's like, it's like Tyler Durr, you know, it's like your main character that you're always with. You you never leave them. Right. Like Travis Bickle in Taxi Driver. There's only one scene, and that wasn't doesn't belong in the film. Anyway, um, <laughs> so uh, in the book follows Paul in school where the, the teachers would like fill them with these stories of bravery and, and, and teach them to be patriotic. It was like hammered into them in school, and that's how the book starts. He gets rid of that beginning. And it skews like the even, and he pulls the, and there's like interactions with the kid's family as well in the book. Gets rid of that. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it was in the original 1930 film. There's a scene where, or in the book and in the in the 1930 film, he comes home, and right, you know, they're talking about the war and you know, almost glorifying it, and he's been in it, so he he knows that it's it's you know Mm -hmm. it's not that like that, and he confronts his family about it so that was in the book in the 1930 film it's not in this movie right and and it even shows the alienation from society that's happened like there's he's there's no going back for him yeah uh so and, we so we one lose of his, that and one of his friends uh i believe uh d- doesn't think that they can uh, come back into society in a peaceful society and, and yeah. live there um mm-hmm. which i believe is in the book and in the 1930 yes film but it's done in this but not as much as the book i I read a couple of things like that right and and so they took that section out too so in in starting the film at the battlefield he makes the film about the war and it was the book isn't about the war it's about paul it's about the kids that are forced out there and it this and so what does he replace that time with what does he pad the film to two and a half hours with the negotiations and shots of the generals having wine and and you know in the back safe and and all these people having nice dinners from a distance and you know and having paper arguments about this while they die and and he he made which I feel I feel like it's like a, a, a over the top 
juxtaposition. We don't need that. The book didn't need that because it wasn't about that. Because, let's be fair, if you're Paul on that battlefield, what the fuck does that matter to you? Who cares? Who cares who's fighting for you? Who cares? None of that has anything to do with you. And part half of the point of the book is that there's no going back, even if he lives. So he doesn't even want to live at the end. No, I mean, no, you're you're, no, you're not wrong in any of that. Um, But you know, there's always artistic freedom when it comes to this stuff. Yeah. And, and I just and, and I, I I disagree with it because I feel like it changes the tone of the story. He's made it something different. Yeah. It's it does it's it doesn't have the soul. Uh, and also changing how uh, what's his face um, his friend was that crop the one that uh, gets kid- shot by the kid spoilers obviously. <laughs> uh, yeah yes because he goes yeah. back to the farm to, st- right. to steal the, from the farm so. Yeah yeah so so he gets shot by a kid because they were stealing and he makes it uh, which which in the book. It's much more, and I, I, I'm assuming the film. I, I haven't seen the film. Uh, the, I mean, the 35 film. But in the book, uh, Crop's only like injured on his ankle, so he's carrying him back to camp. But while he's carrying him, a piece of shrapnel kills him in his brain. Oh. And so he and he carries him all the way back dead and doesn't even realize it. Uh, so for some reason, he thought he needed something a bit more madcap. So let's have a kid shoot him. Mm. You know, to, well, to, I think to, it's, what? It's to the... what? And what's the point of that? To, to say war's more horrible? What the fuck's what? Carrying your carrying your dead friend wasn't enough. Well, I mean, I think the way if I had if I were to try and break that scene down, uh, he probably had the kid kill him because, like you were saying in the book, it's ingrained into them to be patriotic and you know to love and protect your your country and all that. And someone is stealing, and the kid is like probably have had that type of education. So he's like, I'm doing my duty. You're trying to steal from me? Oh. I kill you. So why why wait till now to make that point when he could have just kept the original opening? He could have. No, you're right. He could have. But, but my, my biggest know. problem of my biggest problem, of course, is how Paul dies at the end. Oh, right. <laughs> and you know the difference between the two. Of course. So Right. So so in the original in the original in the novel originally, uh, Paul's got the point where he doesn't care if he lives or dies. And and he's actually shot, k- killed by a sniper reaching for a butterfly, just like a last grasp at life and humanity, and and it, it's it's what exposes him to his fatal blow, and and at the he actually finds peace and death at the end of that, but it's not Hollywood enough, and you know Saving Private Ryan won an, won an Oscar, so let's put a fucking trench fight at the end instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and at the end, and again, even juxtaposing Paul dying there by going back to the office and showing the clock and everything, it's not Paul's story anymore. And that was the whole point. It was about the soldiers, the young kids that were being destroyed by these battles. And I and I, 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 I just feel like it's, it's a distraction from the... I, 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 I rest my case. Case rested. All right. And we're at the 23-minute mark. Oh, but dude, dude. Yeah. Did we... Do we really need the tank scene? What the fuck was that? That was <laughs> fucking crazy is what that I, was. I, I know. I, and honestly, when I was doing... That's one of those scenes it, that you watch, you go, whoa! Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every, I mean, no. The, it, it, it it impressed me, yeah. I guess. <laughs> but uh, when I was doing the slides for, uh, for the show, halfway through, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. All this is is close-up faces of dead dead eyes. And all I did is like, every, every dead face eye I got is... Oh, there you go. Oh, look, he's scared and crying. Face. 
That's it. Because it, 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 it's like a postcard movie. It really is. Beautiful, beautiful shots of, of, of death and war. Yeah. All right. So we're at, oh, we're at right. the 24-minute mark. Let's, rev- let's rate this. Yes, as yes. As we do every year. Uh, um, for, so actually, for I'm, every film, not just every year. Um, it's currently... So current, what is it oh, at sorry. currently? No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, currently it's 7.8 on IMDb. Um, quickly looking, the highest rating, I mean, demographic-wise, it doesn't matter at all, sevens and eights. Everyone loves fucking war films. Uh, so it's 7.8 right now. Okay. I, I, I think I would be fine with a seven. I'd be fine with an eight, I'll be honest. I mean, it's, I mean, well-made I, film. I, it's very well made. I, I would absolutely be fine with an eight. I, I'm I'm nitpicking the the theme of the film because I think it's very important and something like this, and I still don't understand why we have to have such, such graphic depictions. Uh, and I'm I'm not being squeamish about it. I, I just I just question the 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 decision and and the desire to watch it. Right. Um. And, and I'm gonna go watch Saw Seven now. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But but I I think it. Uh, I, yeah. Seven or eight's fine with me. I, I, I would. I think. It, I think it deserves an eight. I, I'll be honest. It's very. It's very well no, done. Let's let's give it an eight. I'm I'm fine yeah. with an eight. I thought you were going to fight me on an eight, so I was like, hmm. You know, I'm willing to go seven. Even Dude, though... you come in high. Come in high. That's no, no, how negotiations well, work. Listen, listen. I'm listen. I'll I'll do that most of the you're, time. You're lucky. I'm very self aware of my own biases. Otherwise, this could have been. A, <laughs> Quite a tough decision. All right. We're giving all, right. all quiet an eight. Yes, Perfect. I think it deserves it. All right. Let's end this. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for joining us yet again. Uh, go to our website at com. Listen or download the show there. You can go to iTunes and you can do the same thing. You go to facebook.com slash moviesucktastic and you can just see whatever we're posting there, which is a lot lately. So please go there and, and hang out. Uh, you can leave us email at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, it's 908-514-4470. You can go to your favorite search engine and do a search for Movie Sucktastic. We come right up. You can download your favorite podcast app, do a search for us there, and you can listen to the show on your phone while you drive. Beautiful thing. Bluetooth that shit. You're good to go. Um, trying to get us on Spotify. So that's... Nice. It's happening. It's gonna happen. It's just I just have to have time to do it. Um, do you have any words of wisdom, Mr. Wilson? Whoa! Good God, y'all! What is good for? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> I don't even know how to take that. I enjoyed it. Though. I, I enjoyed it though. All right, I, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Bye bye. With Maverick. Ooh, yeah, Maverick next. Stay tuned for that one.